What's up there, youth pastors? Paul Turner here from the thediscipleproject.net, here with another episode of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. How are you today? Speaking a little slower today, so you can kind of catch the vibe of the new podcast bed for our opening, and uh, it's really cool. It's done by a gentleman named uh, Bonavitas, and he is from Italy, and uh, he has done the the bed for us here the music that we're talking over and uh just kind of feel the vibe here i always feel like this is you know this is good opening conversation music you know because i think this is what this is this is what a podcast is for me it's an opportunity for me to have a conversation with you and say you know what here's what we're going to talk about today and it doesn't need to be super you know crazy music or things like that i just think this is sets the mood it sets the mood for you know the kind of conversations at least that i want to have with you there's a lot of people out there maybe screaming yelling or have this kind of raucous music nothing wrong with that by the way i mean i've done it uh and i may go back to it but right now i'm in i'm in my chill mood conversation phase of of the podcast whatever that means and um so yeah i just want to kind of just i'm gonna let you listen for just a, a couple of seconds isn't that cool it's got a little slap to it my jam so i'm gearing up for summer just like many of you and i am doing uh what is called my tribes program except it's not called tribes i mean this thing about this when you do a yearly or you know kind of a summer contest or team sport thing you know i've done it for years and years as tribes but the good thing about these programs are you don't have to call it that you can call it whatever you want like these students are calling it the youth olympic showdown so i just kind of call it the showdown you know, the summer showdown for short. And I actually made some uh, stickers. I found a good deal on stickers. I believe it's from, I want to say stickermule.com. And you can get a, a short amount or a small amount of stickers or products or things like that. They'll have deals going on with that. And so I think I got 50 stickers for for nine bucks i mean so for a short-term thing like that i mean it's a pretty good deal so uh, i'll put a link down in the show notes if you're interested in that because it's going to help kick off this thing it's going to be something i'm going to give my guests so i'm excited about that and i'm also excited about the prize i'm breaking down the prize for these guys this is a small youth group this is you know you're talking about at most max that will show up is 12 if i have a good night and really what this uh summer contest is going to do is going to have let these students flex their muscles a little bit, their outreach muscles. Now, some can't do it because they're in, you know, homeschooled or they're uh, in, you know, Christian school or whatever. And that's fine. I, once again, I already told them there's no judgment in that. And so in doing that, uh, you know, the ones that can do it will do it. Um, and I also asked my youth group a very important question. I said, do you want to grow? And they thought that was kind of a stupid question. I'm like, no, it's not. There's plenty of youth groups that say they want to grow but they give a very, very different answer in their actions. And so I, I said, look, do you guys want to grow? All right, well, good. Well, here's what we're going to do. There's the opportunity before you. We're going to do the tribes thing, and uh, and we'll see how that's going to go. And the prize, by the way, I thought I'd just break down the prize for you. The prize for this is going to be a limo ride. And that's right, a limo ride. I'm gonna, We're going to pay the money. And a, and a limo cost in my area, probably around 600 bucks, somewhere around there it's going to cost. Uh, for a night event, which is just kind of a night on the town type of thing. We're going to do three or four hours. And I told them we're going to do three things right now. We're going to go bowling. 
We're going to take the kids in the in the limo, go bowling, let them bowl one game, jump back in the limo. I'm going to take them to Dave and Buster's, and I'm going to hang out there for about 30 minutes or so and just let them go crazy, play games, whatever they want to do. And then the third thing uh, they're going to, we're going to do is we're going to uh, drive that limo into the uh, nearest uh, parking lot of a Waffle House, and we're going to take the kids to Waffle House because why not? And especially if it's a local uh, you know, a local uh, Waffle House, you know, you might get some attention with that. Like, who are you guys and what are you guys doing? And those are the questions I want. I want I want those questions because I, I want to be able to say, hey, look, this is our youth program and this is our end of the summer trip for those who have won our, uh, our tribes program. And I want people asking questions like that because they go, that's unique. That's weird, especially in a small rural town. <laughs> that's that's the kind of attention I want there because I want them asking those kinds of questions. So I didn't say it at the beginning, but I guess this episode is brought to you by uh, the Tribes program. If you're interested in that, if you want nine weeks of games, theme nights, score sheets, uh, sign-in cards, all those kind of things, and plus four audio coaching sessions where I actually break down how I do it, how I use the outreach to draw more students in. And once again, it's an opportunity. It's not, I don't think this summer, at least with the students I have, and this is my first summer with them, there's no failure in it. I mean, you're testing, you're, you're, you're giving kids an opportunity to do something that maybe they've never done before. And I don't think they've quite done it this way. And so I'm anxious to find out how they respond to it and what kind of students show up, who they're willing to invite. And then that changes the dynamics of what our fall will look like. So, but that's that. And so if you're interested in a uh, program that does outreach and you want all the, uh, the, the cool bells and whistles and those things, but don't want to sit there and plan it all, well, then I got you covered and there'll be a link down in the show notes. So today I want to talk to you about hot topics in youth ministry because I'm going through this with my youth ministry. I just did two weeks on being pro-life. What does that mean? And we talked about abortion and we talked about all those things. And uh, it was eye-opening for me, uh, you know, even as long as I've been in this, uh, you know, because I can remember, you know, as a youth pastor, you know, you could have a discussion with your youth ministry around hot topics uh, like, you know, uh, sexuality, uh, abortion, gun control, and the like. And you'd have the majority of your group agree with you or echo maybe similar sentiments with, you know, varying opinions. Uh, and of course, there's always been, you know, people in your group, you know, for as long back as you can go, there's always going to be people in the group who are dissent. But there's a that shift there where we've gone through this where now, you know, there's it used to be where you where the majority would agree with you. Now it's maybe 50 percent. And those numbers could go down to where you find yourself, where you're the maybe a lone voice. You know, you're the minority in your own, your own youth ministry talking about subjects that are that you have a biblical worldview on and the vast you know majority of students don't agree with you. So it's you know, it's it's weird, weird times. It's weird stuff. Right. And it's to the point where youth pastors don't want to talk about these hot topics. They don't want to talk about what's going on the world today because you know they don't want to face the either backlash or they don't want to get canceled or they don't want to deal with those things uh and i just find that we have to talk about those things as youth pastors we have to if we don't talk about it then you know we're not doing our our kids a service we're not helping them navigate the world from a biblical you know point of view and now each generation of students has grown in activism and shunned conformity 
these hot topics, whatever they are, put your hot topics in there, whatever they are for your area, your state, whatever it is, these hot topics are important to our students. And we as youth pastors should have a way of discussing these topics where students can share their opinion without fear of judgment and learn how to sit and listen without eye rolling and sarcasm when somebody disagrees with them. Now, you may be a youth worker like myself with more uh, conservative views uh, or trying to navigate hot topic discussions with grace and love, or you may be a new youth worker who leans maybe a little more liberal and sees the world that's just on fire and in desperate need of radical changes across the board. We owe it to our students to train them how to discuss these topics through a biblical lens without demanding everyone else be shunned. Let me offer just a few key characteristics of, I think, of how the, if you're the small group leader or any small group you have, they, they're, they're going to have, if they're going to tackle these subjects, they have to have these, these certain characteristics. Otherwise, uh, you know, it just turns into a hand grenade festival where, where somebody says something and somebody responds and somebody says something else. And that never works out. It's never great for discussion. So let me give you just a few, a few things here, a few characteristics I think every uh, youth leader, every small group discussion person needs to have when talking about these hot topics. The first is empathy. You're going to have students in your youth group that uh, have lived lives with which you cannot relate their experiences are different than yours. And rather than angrily challenging them or being dismissive of that student, possibly causing the rest of the group to gang up on them, which is bad, be an example of how to walk in their shoes. The second uh, characteristic I think is important is self-discipline. In a recent hot topic discussion, I allowed my emotions to surface over a certain topic. I was a little edgier than I wanted to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. Students are going to be emotional, but we can't all be emotional. We have to we have to put our emotions in check. And we have to be able to say, you know, what I'm my feelings about somebody else's feelings are not the point. And because I feel like my emotions kind of got in the way, I don't feel like we just didn't have the best. It was fine, but it wasn't the, I didn't get the best outcome, I don't think. And there's other various reasons for that, which I'm not going to bore you with. So the advice I gave myself was really simple. It's simple as saying, look, be prayed up beforehand, check your emotions at the door and let the Holy Spirit lead you. The third uh, characteristic I think a small group leader has to navigate hot topics is to be judgment free. There are things students say that I and the Bible disagree with. There are teenagers, they have opinions. I cannot allow their freedom to share how they feel affect the way I treat them for the sake of being able to minister to them later on. I have to have, I have to throw away judgment. I have to throw away that, oh, well, you know, this kid is, you know, doesn't agree with everybody. Or this kid doesn't agree with the Bible. Or this kid doesn't, you know, uh, doesn't, is not on board with the, with the whole thing. And we can't allow our personal judgment get in the way of how we minister to the student in the future. The fourth thing is good listening. Good listening can be silence, but it can also be head nods or repeating the question back to a student for clarity. Are you saying, and then repeat what they said and allow them to confirm or deny that that's what they said. You don't have to agree with your students, but if you want your kids to feel safe to share, they need to know that they're being heard. And the fifth and final characteristic I think small group leaders have, if you want to handle hot topics, is humility. I am not always right. Say it with me. I 
am not always right. You know, <laughs> we're not always right. We do have, we don't have all the answers. We have not lived everyone else's life and we don't know everything the Bible says about everything. Answering every argument with, uh, it's not even an argument, it shouldn't be an argument, it's a discussion. But answering everything with a scripture, once again, scripture is not bad, but if we're answering everything with just a scripture, then we are undermining the authenticity of real discussion. If all you want to do is quote scripture, then go ahead and preach. Just preach. Don't have a discussion about it. Go and just preach it and you're, you're going to put the scripture out there and that's going to be that. But don't tell kids you're going to have a discussion where it's going to be just you quoting scripture at them. That, that, that once again undermines good, good discussion. And, you know, because of my recent experience with discussion groups, I, I developed basically a group covenant. I think this is important that when you are going to say, look, we're talking about a hot topic here. Uh, I developed a group covenant that we're going to use in the future. And I, and this is what I'm going to plan on using when I have another discussion about a topic that I think may or may not get out of hand. I, once again, one of my, I did this in two parts. I did, I did, you know, pro-life in two weeks. The first one went really, really well. And the second one did not go as well. It wasn't a disaster, but it did not go as well as I wanted it to. And once again, I blame me for that. I take, I take ownership over that, but I'm going to use this covenant for the next time we have this. And if you want it, uh, all you have to do is sign up for my youth ministry roundup newsletter. Lots of great stuff in there. I send articles, I send videos, uh, games, all the good stuff. And if you sign up, you're, I have this for free right now is a, you get the, the whole covenant and you can do it in two ways. You can either read it before the top, before you do the topic and everybody kind of nods their head in agreement. Or if you're going to do a long-term type of thing, you can give it to them, have them sign it and say, okay, for these next six weeks, this is the rules by which we abide by. And that's what it's going to be. So if you think you're going to need something like that, if you're talking about hard topics and you're having deep discussion and you want people to, you know, respect one another and love one another and care for one another, then let's have, you know, everybody has to abide by the same uh, set of rules for that discussion. So I'll put a link down in the show notes below. If that is for you. And that is it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much for your attention. If you're brand new to the podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe button and you're going to get this in your inbox on a regular basis. You'll be notified when I upload a new episode, which is weekly. And if you are a regular listener, would you consider going over and uh, leaving a five-star review on iTunes so that this podcast can be found by other youth workers like yourself who are looking for answers, who are looking for encouragement and hope and all those things, all those things that I hope that I bring to the table that when I talk with you, you hear that in me. And once again, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, let me be the first today to tell you you're doing a good job and you're just going to get better. And that's it for today, guys. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode.